MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. Yeah, that's right. That's me. Suck it, Deadite. And let's not forget our cassette lover, (laughs) our MP3 lover, Deadite Knight. I want to throw this out there right now. Listening to music on Spotify is a crime against your ears. <laughs> Buy a CD! <laughs> and our video producer, Cable2KX. What up, Bill? Welcome to episode 183 of the Game Solo Podcast. If you uh, missed the pre-show, you should go back on twitch.tv slash Podcast and watch it. Deadite may or may not have lost his mind about audio quality. It's why he sits in the middle. It's why we chose to make him... The man yeah. to make us sound good. Hot topics during the pre-show. It's T, audio quality, nothing video game related, <laughs> but it's a good pre-show. This leads me into, uh, since you like to talk about hate and things that you dislike, why don't you talk about our sponsors? Ah, I'm filled with warm, fuzzy feelings when I think about something I love, and that's the fine products you can purchase at DetroitBeardCollective.com. It is a website. Not only is it a website, it is the website, the greatest place in the known universe to buy facial hair care products. If you're a man, you have a beard. If you're a lady and that beard's out of control, we can help you keep that under control with our friends from DetroitBeardCollective.com. Order a beard crate and get all of the products you need for, for facial hair care, styling, cleaning, grooming. You can get it all shipped to you directly to your home in a beard crate. And here at Motor City Gaming and the GameZilla Podcast, we're helping you save by using the checkout code MC Gaming, so throw that MC Gaming into your checkout, and uh, you're going to save 20% on orders, $25 or more. The holidays are right around the corner, so go ahead and treat your bearded family member, friend, or loved one to something that's really going to make a difference in their life, and that's uh, some products from DetroitBeardCollective.com. They will love you for it. Make an order today. You can influence the podcast and get early access. Everything GameZilla by going to patreon.com slash GameZilla podcast where you can get great perks like a game of the month where we will give you a video game if you win that you can play for free on us because we love video games and we want you to love video games. The only way you're going to be able to get that though, the chance to get that is patreon.com slash GameZilla podcast. And right now, if, you, if you've enjoyed GameZilla Alpha, maybe you listened to the 8-Bit Steve and Corn Shack interview that was an episode on GameZilla Alpha, but maybe you want to see some of the reactions. Maybe you want to you actually witness the interview. You can right now, only on Patreon, as an exclusive interview video has hit the feed for all patrons. So again, there's a, another perk, and we want to remind people that Corn Shack was on the show Tune into GameZilla Alpha and take a listen if you want to learn about how to make your YouTube channel better. If you want to learn about speedrunning, if you want to learn about world records, 
it's it's a good interview, so make sure to take a listen. It's the Corn Shack, baby. Corn Shack, <laughs> oh baby, Corn Shack. How'd I know he'd be the one to do that? Corn Shack. That might be I've his new thought, jingle. I've yeah. thought we're that to like the whole time yeah. and never said anything about it because I'm like, man, that's well, dumb. It's a shame because you're a better singer than I am. You could have actually done I, service to I that. I could have, and I'm not going to. Let's go on. We if you, also the interview explains where the name uh, was Came created from, yeah. from. Yeah, so pretty cool. All right, um, I know you don't. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Let's get into some team talk. Can I get some team talk music. <laughs> oh, don't mind if I do. Mm, <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> Let's have some team talk. Jazzy Fiddle, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm beautiful. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> no, you don't get my voice. Okay, you can make your own voice. Oh. I'm the sexy one. Hey, here. how you doing? That's um, better. That's better. <clears throat> wow. Cable Two Cats, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I only got to play some league, uh, a little bit NBA, but not much game. Not yeah, much game playing game. playing some league though. So I'll rocking the support. Got a got a new ADC that's running running the uh, lane with you. Yep. For my rookie, he ran with Misfortune. He really enjoyed her. He tried out Tristana. A little tough for him. I think he said it was the first time he actually enjoyed playing league. Yeah. So that's good. That's a good sign. Maybe we found a home Let's for him. Slot him in the I ADC. guess I'm getting booted back up to top lane. That's Jazzy okay. F- I like you in the top lane. Thank you. Jazzy Fiddle, how you been? I've been good. Uh, as far as gaming goes, a lot of league. Um, still enjoying my X as well. So uh, some Fortnite and Forza on the X. Um, that's about it, though. League has been, um, man, up an up and down ride for me again. One really cool thing that I do want to share with everybody, though, because... It took me a whole oh, here we go. six seasons in order to get <laughs> where I am today. Toot your own horn, get out of the way. But uh, I did, for anybody who's listened before, hit silver five in my rank positioning. And um, my border came in. So I wanted to finish in silver because you get a border for the next season of the last placement of the season before and uh, I currently now have the silver border when my character loads in and I'm super excited about it. Um, it, it. It feels good because I know I've worked so hard to get that border that like every time I see it now I'm like, ah oh, yes, it took forever but there you are. <laughs> every time you look at it too you're like, if only I didn't play with Grim. Here we go again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here we go again. Grim's about to die as per usual. <laughs> no, no, this one's just it doesn't uh, doesn't see a sensor, so we're good. Um, anyways, the uh, you're just wishing that if I didn't play with Grim, then I'd be gold right now. <laughs> no, no, we're we're gonna get everybody up to uh, silver and higher. So this next season is going to be um, very interesting. Cable 2KX is on the verge. I believe uh, last time I checked, he's 20 level 24, 26. So you're right 26. almost to that 30. Yep, 26. So he will be joining us for some ranked this upcoming wow. season as well. So big, big news. Yeah. Well, while I fix my heart monitor here, um, Deadite, what's new with you? So as we know, uh, you know, Motor City Gaming balled out to send me out on assignment to Southern California because I deserved a vacation away from you guys. And uh, I was sent out to SoCal to uh, hunt for some video games, soak up a little bit of sunshine, uh, go for a, a romantic walk on the beach all by my lonesome. That was a vacation for us, by the way. Yeah, it was really, it's it's a win-win. That was get get you the hell out of here so that we could get some shit done. (laughs) Uh, But but truth be told, I was sent out there for uh, for work, 
And uh, so I I started doing something that I I personally feel is rectifying a wrong in my gaming profile, my portfolio, my resume. I have decided with the support of our Discord community encouraging me to, to make this jump, I never completed Pokemon Silver as a child. I didn't even get eight badges, let alone the 16 available in Gen 2. Spoiler alert, the game's almost 20 years old. There's 16 badges. I never, I never even beat the first part of the campaign there for Pokemon Silver. So for my plane ride and for my travel to California, I went ahead and downloaded it on the 3DS, the $10 download, and I've, uh, I've put about four or five hours into it now, and it's, it's crazy to me. Because I felt sort of burned by Sun and Moon. There were a lot of aspects of that game I didn't like. And then I'm playing this now almost 20-year-old version of Pokemon. Loving it. I'm loving it just as much as I did when I was a kid. It's a, it's still a really fun game to play. It holds up really well. And I'm excited to uh, keep pushing through, put some more time into Pokemon Silver, and right the wrongs of my childhood. Nice. Well, I've been uh, playing Fortnite on the Xbox One X. I've been playing Super Lucky's Tale. And Forza 7, of course. But I did add a new Xbox One X game to the collection. I picked up the beloved, most popular game out there right now. No one hates, no one's got any hate towards it. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, most upvoted game on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Right? Sounds right. (laughs) Minus all the hate around what's going on with that game, and rightfully so, and everything that's revolving, and we'll get into that later in the show, but... Um, the game's actually the game itself is fun. The game itself is beautiful, and um, you know the grind. There is some some grind mechanics that just they suck. I mean, I can't get around those. But beyond that, the gameplay, the game modes, uh, the you know some the campaign, it, it's all enjoyable. It's all fun. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's it's a cool it's a cool time. Um, and I've been playing that. I've been trying to stream it, but again, it's getting so much hate and boycotted everywhere that like, it's funny. You go like example, I checked it last night, Twitch, right? You look at Fortnite, 56,000 viewers at like, I don't know, two in the morning here at Eastern time. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Battlefront, a newer game, right? Brand new game. Triple A title. 3,000. Ooh. Yeah. So I've been streaming it, but not many people are tuning in. If you, if it's something you want to watch, then just let let me know in the Discord. I'll keep streaming it, but um, it's not a uh, popular game on on Twitch or Mixer. And uh, so I've been trying to uh, stream more Fortnite, more Forza, you know, other other things that uh, people I guess would rather see right now because they're so mad at EA. But um, besides that, I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch. But I did pick up. Rocket League on the Switch. And um, I haven't played Rocket League in a long time. Fell right back in love with the game. Uh, the Nintendo version's fun because right out the gate you get the Mario Luigi car. You know, the sound effects when you jump in the car are like Mario Luigi jumping. Mm. It's, just a nice, it's just a nice feel. The game plays really smooth right out the gate. Um, uh, Testonomics, a uh, fan of the show, uh, and I were doing two, 2v2s. And we were, we were like, man, why are we getting destroyed? And we're like, oh, we're playing online against computer, against PC players, because it's cross-platform. Oh. And you can, go into, you can go into options and you can turn that off. So, you know, um, so we did find out that you can turn it off if you're still trying to learn the game. 
prob and, and you're going online, probably don't want to play against PC gamers that maybe been playing the game for like I don't know. We were going up against level like ex you know pro expert advanced uh, tags and stuff like that. I'm like ours literally don't even say rookie because we're not even <laughs> we're not even that yet. Um, so yeah, fun game though. Uh, if you haven't played Rocket League and you only have a Switch, like I'd pick it up for sure. If you've played Rocket League and you're like, do I want another copy of Rocket League? The answer is yes for the on-the-go uh, capabilities. It's a lot of fun. And that's uh, that's what I've been playing. Oh, and League, of course. Yeah, I've been playing some League. Had some great games top top lane with my new NAR build. I'm finally starting to understand the new ruins the, the and new, masteries. The new yeah. stuff here in the preseason that, that they changed. Um, and now that I am, it's like, I don't even try to counter anymore. I just pick my champ and I go, hopefully you're better than me because you're not. Like yeah. that's basically my attitude now with NAR. People are going to start banning NAR on me is what's going to yeah. happen. I'm enjoying it because I'm trying out a whole bunch of different stuff with the same champ. So it's like my main is Ari and I take her mid lane and beforehand I had my two Ari builds out. So it's like, hey, I'm going against this guy. I got to pick this one. I'm going against this guy. I got to pick this one. And that was it. And those were the best for me in the mid lane. Now I'm enjoying just like, you look at my Ruins and Mastery page, it's like RE1, RE2, RE3. And mm. it's like, I'm trying out like five or six different builds with her and, and enjoying all of them because like you get that little extra perk with each one. So I'm kind of like, you know, feeling it out and seeing which one's going to be best for me in, in certain situations. Yeah, I think that's what's, that's what's fun right now about League is that we're in this mode where it's preseason, there's no rank even if you want to play ranked, and the idea is it's exploratory. It's Right now it's it's test, we're in test mode. Try things out. Find out what you like. You know, the meta's going to start to form on its own, and then they're going to launch the season, and, hope, and a lot of us will be in a better situation than than before where it's like we just jumped halfway into the season and have no idea what we're doing and just go over to mobifier.com and copy something yeah. and, and not understand why we copied it and just be like, all right, cool, let's play. Yeah. Like, the, you know, you're, you're missing out on, on strategy when you don't understand that much of the game. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm liking it a lot. Kudos to Riot for this change, too, being like completely overhaul of a whole system. And beforehand, you had your champions that were like, never get used. They're just garbage. They don't fit in anywhere. And with these new changes to the Ruins and Masteries, almost all except for maybe like five of the 138 champions are like viable. And yeah. those five, they've already come out and said, hey, we've seen flaws, either too buffed or too nerfed, and we're fixing that. Yeah. So they, they've made every champion playable again in the game. Absolutely. So these are the games that we've been playing. You can let us know what you're playing over on the Discord channel. It is free to sign up. Head on over to MotorCityGaming.com, right on the homepage, click that Discord button, and uh, start talking with gamers from around the world every day. Um, I want to remind everybody, because we have a couple shows left before the um, giveaway is over, but we teamed up with Sheriff of Patty. And we are giving away a Logitech G703 wireless gaming mouse. So you can sign up for that. If you're on Twitch right now, you scroll down. There's a big picture of the mouse. You click on it, and you go sign up. If you're listening to us, then you can find that same link on any of our social media feeds um, or MotorCityGaming.com. Uh, you can also search out Sheriff of Patty and check out because uh, getting entries for, for this giveaway would be like following us on Twitch, following Sheriff of Patty on Twitch, you know, things like that. So find him anyways, and that's how you can get a link and get an entry. So, all right. 
Uh, let's uh, talk about some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. The first topic is the most important topic, and that is simply someone uploaded the Metal Gear Rising trailer to Pornhub under the title The Entire Metal Gear Series Gets Fucked in the Ass by Konami. <laughs> this is a post on, on Reddit. I don't even, I'm not even reading anymore. I just saw this headline. I was like, yep, that's topic one because Konami sucks. We know Konami sucks. And here's more proof. The rising trailers leaked out. It's been put up on the Pornhub. And sure shit, the entire everything that Kojima has built is looks like it's just being treated as a joke, I guess. So they can make more casino slot machines. I have a problem with this article. Let me tell you why. All right. You tricked me. You bastard. Let me tell you. I'm looking at the doc <laughs> before the show. All he saw was Pornhub, right. and he got yeah, excited. Yeah. He tricked me. I'm looking at the doc beforehand, and I like to try to build out some of the web page beforehand so I don't have as much work after the show. So I click on this link, and I'm reading through it, and I'm like, oh, man. So I click the little video so that way I could see what this video is about. I think it's linked into the Reddit page because I'm not, I'm not a big Reddit guy. I don't know how it works. I probably, you, uh, probably should be. It uh, took me to Pornhub. Yeah, were you at work? Were you at work? No, I was at home, thankfully. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but it took me to Pornhub, <laughs> and he's telling me I'm having some problems with my stream. He's like, well, that's all the porn you on, on your computer. I'm like, listen, the porn gets watched on the old iPhone. I don't. I haven't looked at porn on this computer at oh, all. Oh, so you got you have a burner. You're like, oh, burner for sure. <laughs> burner <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you got you to you yeah. things really set up. So now I can't say that anymore. He set me up. I clearly have looked at porn now on my computer. Yeah. Perfect. So thanks for that. Yeah, it's I mean, been tainted. Yeah, we knew we knew it already happened. Also, so. fuck you, Konami. <laughs> All right. Um, topic. Next topic: Mario and Rabbit. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> so, did, like, the article come up, and you're like, "Well, I guess I'll stay in play now that I'm already on porn." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. You're like, "Well, I'm already here, guys." <laughs> no. Absolutely. That, Why the hell not? That did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For those of you on the live stream, it's going to be a much different conversation. All right, Mar Mario and Rabbids, next topic, Kingdom Battle DLC details leak. So coming in early 2018, the second piece of DLC will uh, seemingly feature a new hero that's going to be added to the game. Um, it is a unknown uh, no one. It's a mystery right now. No one knows what who it's going to be, but they will be bringing that along with eight new solo challenges, five new co-op maps, sixteen new weapons, and then a um, like I said, the new an exclusive uh, world featuring a new hero. So um, that's coming out early 2018. Uh, it got uh, accidentally released via eShop listing. So there you have it. And uh, you can pick up the gold edition of the game that's going to be coming out and for $80. It will include all this DLC. So if you already bought the game you and if you've played it, you've seen within the game that you can purchase the DLC pass or the season pass, which this is what this would include for you. So if you did, you can look forward to your first uh, some first DLC hidden. So this game was a lot of fun, and I'm not a tactics guy. So, like, seeing, seeing uh, Ubisoft actually continue to support this is uh you know it's nice it's refreshing to see something like that but 
Um, and, and that gets me going, like, side note, like, these aren't actually news articles, but things I read today. Did you see, like, all the attention Bomberman got? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bomberman R just got, like, eight new characters, whole new game modes, like, completely different game modes. Um, like, uh, Dracula is one of the one of the characters now. Oh, nice. From, uh, from, from, from Castlevania? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, um... Again, there's a game that's like you wouldn't think still has support, but it's still getting support. Because even, I mean, we we purchased it at launch. Yeah. It even seemed like a throwaway game at launch. Like, oh, I just need something multiplayer to play with my wife. That's why I bought it. And we were playing it in the lunchroom at work. Um, this announcement makes me think I, I sold, I traded my first game I've ever traded mm-hmm. in, traded in Bomberman. But it still has me thinking that when that game is like the $10 price point, I'm going to buy it back. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, you have... You already have a bunch of uh, patchwork and DLC that they've given to the, to the game, and yeah. now even more with this 2.0 update that's free. Yeah. It's a free update, too. This isn't DLC. It's just like, cool, we're going to keep building out this game. And it's a great party game. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we've, we've played it at parties in the past, like Nerd Barbecue and stuff like that, and now with all of this additional content in the game, it makes it, like, new. Speaking of great games. Goat games. Goat games. Games that people like, I don't know, Chops co-host of the legend of retro are in love with gushing over valkyria chronicles 4 has been announced for the nintendo switch oh. the ps4 and the xbox one <laughs> and it is coming in 2018 uh sega has announced this the latest installment in the popular alternate World War II fantasy series will take place during the same time frame as the original Valkyria Chronicles, but feature a new cast of characters. I wish that when we bought Chops the Switch for a housewarming gift, this would have been out so it could have been a caveat. Like, Chops, you can only have this if you complete Valkyria Chronicles 4. <laughs> and you see him spike the Switch into the ground. <laughs> he's glad I want it! <laughs> Well, it is coming in 2018, so he's got a birthday, mm-hmm. sweetest day, mm-hmm. um, the one-year anniversary of his housewarming party. Valentine's like, Day. Yeah. yeah. National Valkyria Chronicles Day. That's right. Buy your friend a video game. He doesn't like day. <laughs> but um, Valkyria Chronicles 4 will also bring back the Blitz battle system, uh, which blends strategy, RPG, and real-time third-person shooter elements. This is the the core battle system that Valkyria Chronicles was famous for, and it kind of moved away from it in some of the sequels. It's going back to its uh, its roots there. Uh, so, yeah. And then they're adding a new uh, Grenadier class and battleship support options. Um, those have both been added, as well as last stand actions and larger scale battles. So, still hand drawn, and uh, composers coming back. All of it's going to be great. So Chops can look forward to that and uh, be in love once again. For those of you that like Valkyria Chronicles, you should also be excited. We just like picking on Chops. Uh, next topic: Bio Mutant developer acquired by THQ Nordic. So this is uh this was an interesting um, news that came out just just a couple days ago. Um, BioMutant, a game that's coming up here by developers that's that left the Just Cause franchise and kind of built their own um, you know indie indie company and built out that way, released this uh, this new game that we saw E3 this year 
called Biomutant that looked really cool. These these in this real weird world of animals that look cybernetically enhanced. Um, in a world that is decayed and falling apart and being taken back over by the jungle by nature. Give it to me. Grimlock yes. sweats with anticipation. Yes. Writhes in his sleep, dreaming. Uh, oh, sorry. Of a new world. <laughs> Side note, Jay-Z Fiddle also likes this game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're clones. Everybody calls us tw- twins, but we're really clones. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so according to THQ Nordic, uh, the publisher saw significant potential in the Swedish studio during the early stages of Biomutant's development and was especially excited about the IP following the strong reception Biomutant received and its announcement at, I'm sorry, Gamescom 2017, so after E3. Um, so THQ hopes to build Biomutant into one of its major franchises. If you heard that beep, it's because Cable's the worst. Um, Experiment 101 is the developer. It was founded by former Avalanche Studio developers who worked on Just Cause and Max Payne, uh, like I said. So these are some people that have some talent at open-world uh, exploration games and wanted to build out this game. And it looks awesome. I'm really excited for this game. We're just watching it now on Twitch and during the live stream, and it's like, this is, is going to be sweet. And and it's funny, um, Jade, my wife, mm-hmm. uh, pre-ordered this. With, I never told her about the game, and she like pre-ordered it one day, but she she couldn't find the normal copy, so she pre-ordered like the special edition that's now like sold out. And she's like, oh, so I pre-ordered this game. You're going to see it, but it comes with statues and everything because I couldn't find the normal one. I'll just cancel that and get the normal one once it comes out. I'm like, are you talking about the Biomutant? She's like, yeah. I'm like, no, you're just going to leave this one alone because I can't wait for this game. (laughs) So, yeah, perfect, perfect. But, yeah, um, cool. THQ Nordic picks them up, and now they have uh, a publisher that's, you know, a lot stronger than them trying to be an indie company and, and push this along. So I like the acquisition. This game looks so cool. It looks really cool. All right, uh, next topic. We are going to celebrate Uncharted's 10th birthday. Happy birthday, Cable. No, it's happy birthday, Naughty God. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd give you that that uh, ability to correct me there. Um, and the <laughs> it's the uh, it's basically it's the tenth anniversary of Uncharted series, um, which was debuted on November nineteenth, two thousand seven. So technically, this birthday was yesterday, but you know you get the idea here. Uh, was the games the game launch date on PlayStation three? And to uh, celebrate, PlayStation is offering a free package of PS4 uh, Bling. And basically what this package will do uh, is the Uncharted 10th Anniversary Bundle is avatars and themes. So you're going to get the Uncharted uh, 10th Anniversary theme and avatar, Uncharted Drake Fortune's remastered dynamic theme, the Among Thieves dynamic theme, the Thief's End dynamic theme, uh, Thief's End, sorry, that was the Thief End, Thief Thieves in Fire Dynamic Team, Thieves in Shipwreck Theme, Thieves in Ink Dynamic Theme, and then, of course, Thieves in Avatar Pack 1. It's all free, so if you are an Uncharted fan, some of the themes look really cool. Cable 2KX, do you have all of this downloaded on your PlayStation already? Yeah, something I found out yesterday I downloaded it. That was the only reason I turned on my PlayStation. I was about to call you a bandwagon fan. 
<laughs> Far from a band. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> if there's anyone that knows about bandwagoning, when things become free and you jump on getting them, that is part of a bandwagon. Cable. No, no, no. If I was like, oh man, I got to go get all this free Uncharted stuff, that's bandwagoning. Cable is an established fan. It's different. He's 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 in he's buying into his his huge investment. If all of a sudden I was like, man, uncharted, that would be bandwagoning. <laughs> there would be more than bandwagoning. <laughs> <laughs> That's about me on uncharted every night. <laughs> it's free now. <laughs> That's how Cable sounds when he's dreaming about uncharted every yeah, night, right? No. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next topic. Let's give it up for the first award that's uh, hitting early or well late this year. We know they're about to be coming up with all these other award shows, but our first Game of the Year award goes to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nintendo won the Golden Joystick Award for Ultimate Game of the Year. Uh, and basic, you know, so that's obviously news in and of itself, but why this even got brought up more to me was the way that the producers of the game responded. So they had, oh, this was great. Yeah. They had multiple people on stage or sorry, they weren't able to make it to London. So they, they videoed in and they did this video where they were like thanking everybody and happy that the game won. (laughs) But the best part was, um, they thanked the fans, the staff and Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Why did they thank Super Mario Odyssey? For coming out so late this year. Yes. They literally <laughs> said, thank you for coming out so late that there was only a few weeks left in the voting. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little relieved that Super Mario Odyssey had only been out for a week when voting ended, is basically what was stated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, but yeah, congratulations for one of the first Game of the Year awards going out to Zelda. We know that they're going to... First of many. Yeah, we know they're going to be picking up more. So, But it's a start. Okay. Put your seatbelts on. We got some Destiny news. I'm leaving for this part. Destiny 2's raid is expanding in a massive way. And Curse of Osiris. So we're getting a new raid with the DLC. Nope. Well, sort of. Kind of? Okay. We're getting something new. Something never seen before in Destiny called Raid Layers. Oh, is this where Bungie... Like multiple layers. No, I'm just kidding. Is this where Bungie... Okay, so Raid Layers. Let me (laughs) explain this to everybody because this is is what this is going to be about. This is what Bungie does, okay? Raid Layers is going to be where you're going to be playing the Leviathan Raid in the reverse order. Nope. That I mean, that's what they do with everything else. They just flip the map backwards, <laughs> and then you play through it, and it's a new mission, uh, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're right. You're right. You you're correct. <laughs> so that's you what this em. Raid Layers is. Roasted. So One bu- point, Jazzy. <laughs> so Bungie has been hinting at new Raid content for a while, and we all looked at the wording of new Raid content and kind of were wondering why they phrased it that way. Uh, the studio finally offered details today on what exactly that means. Um, and surprisingly, a lot of details. Uh, usually, Bungie is very hush-hush about raids uh, in the past. This time, they decided to make their stream primarily about what they're doing to the raid. Um, so, Leviathan itself isn't changing. That's the name of the raid, if you're not familiar with it, that launched with Destiny 2. 
Although Bungie is raising the recommended power level for it to 300 from 270, uh, the same as the prestige version of the raid is now, and is increasing the level of the rewards to, you know, coincide with that. Uh, Curse of Osiris will not include a new raid. Instead, the expansion will introduce a new kind of raid exercise that Bungie is calling Raid Layer. Quoted, a raid layer is a brand new six-player raid activity. Senior game designer Brandon Thorne at Bungie uh, explains. It is an entirely new set of encounters, new puzzles, new loot, completely new pieces, places to explore, and brand new final boss for you to fight. Okay. So then everyone's like, well, so there's a new raid, right? Like, it's, it's a new raid. <laughs> So they go on to explain that uh, Leviathan, Eater of Worlds, that's the name of, the, the, of this raid layer, uh, is not as lengthy as the original Leviathan. It's, so it's an activity of raid level difficulty that will reward you with raid gear in the form of new armor, new weapons, and cosmetic items, but it won't require as much time and investment as Leviathan itself does. Eater of Worlds will send players into the depths of the Leviathan spacecraft, the belly of the beast, which is... We've already been there somewhat, traveling underneath the raid to, to sh you know, get to other places without having to, I guess, do it the way you wanted us to. Um, they noted that Eater of Worlds isn't any less challenging than raids typically are. Um, you're going to die a lot. But, but for those who are up to the task, there will be a prestige mode for the raid layer, um, which they called Brutal. Uh, in addition, raid layers will support Destiny 2's guided games feature, uh, and although Guardians will have to be of power level 310 or higher to lead others through the activity. So this is basically like, what was that? What was Skolas, what was his thing? That was, um, that was the um, Prison of Elders. Prison of Elders. I was going to say House of that's Elders. Like a horde, that's like a horde mode. You know? I was thinking this more like uh, a dungeon. They're adding a dungeon that's to it. That's what it is, yeah. They're it's, added, yeah it's, like, it's like another door that's opening. Yeah. And that's basically what they're explaining is that there's just there's there's doors that don't open in the raid right now, okay. And that maybe you're gonna head down that door now, and it's gonna be a different part of this structure, and there's gonna be different activities inside that structure. So they're expanding the current raid, kind of. I'm just thinking like it's kind of weird that they're saying it's going to cut down on the time that it would take to do like a full raid. Well. A majority of the time is just like getting through to the boss rooms. Like, so right, you this think the, this would almost be like, hey, here's a couple boss fights in a row. Yeah, the difference here is that this is going to be what how they how they actually talked about it here is that um, they asked for about motivations behind developing raid layers, um, and the the senior designers again um, said the top one was that Bungie wanted to make more raids. Um, they added variety was the main goal saying that a different exercise like this allowed the team to experiment with more puzzle, sorry, more puzzly raids, more sandbox-focused raids, uh, and um, said time, the time committed was a key factor. Sometimes it's hard to get a full group of six people together for three hours or so, which is true. So they were trying to figure out how they can add content without... Building a whole entire raid. And here's right. so, you, if you want my angle on this, is you want to expand out on Leviathan Raid because you can use the same art assets. 
the same statues, the same pots, the, all that stuff that is one of the most time-consuming things to create over and over again and have to be new and new again every time you put the raid in a different location. This time, you're staying in the same location, so a lot of those assets, you can use those in these new areas. Yes, you got to develop a new boss. Yes, you're going to develop different you know, puzzles and stuff like that, but the, the color scheme and everything else is the same. So it's kind of like being able to reuse some of your stuff instead of have to make all brand new stuff. It is like going to Taco Bell. You can order a number one and you can get uh, you know some tacos. You can order a number two, which is a burrito. It's the same ingredients. It's basically the same food, but you can have it in a different way. It's 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 the same idea. And here's here's my thought on it. When I go to Taco Bell, I like a number one. I like a number two. If, if if they're both enjoyable experiences, I don't have a problem with them reusing assets and reshuffling the raid to make it a different experience that's fun. Yeah. As long as it's fun, I don't care. Yeah. As long as it's something fun to do, you don't need to give me an entire new world to make it, as long as it's an entertaining time. I, th- I think it's okay as long as they're not going to just kill the hell out of it. So, like, this first time expanding on the raid, cool. If you want to do another little snippet down the road, okay, yeah. But eventually just adding on to the same raid is going to get old, and Destiny fans are going to, like, not like it. They're going to want a new raid at some point. 100%. And that's what leads me to this next part that I think is uh, concerning. And that is that they've already come out and said, Eater of Worlds will be joined by a second raid layer for Leviathan, the same raid, in Destiny 2's second expansion, which is scheduled to arrive next spring. So the two expansions that you already paid for, if you bought the deluxe edition, mm-hmm. you're not getting a new raid in either one of them. It's pretty much what they're saying. Right. We could be wrong, and they could also give us a raid. I doubt it. The fact that they're already saying you're going to get another raid layer for Leviathan in the second expansion tells me there's also not another raid coming in the spring. So now we're looking at season two season pass or the net, whatever, the next 2018 season pass, whatever they're going to call it. And then maybe then we get a second raid because the weird thing is like, how many how many raids did we have? Man, my little device is just having a hell of a time today. And that's when I think there's going to be a problem. So I think you've you've given the season pass. People have bought into this game. You're going to do this raid layer, which is going to be new on this content, and then you're going to give them an additional layer on the next content. Those are the two. DLCs that people could have gotten already from the initial season pass, right? I think if you're going to add a th- a third raid layer on the DLC that follows that, which is something that people don't didn't have the option to get right off the the get go, and they're going to have to pay for it, then you're going to see a problem with the fans of Bungie and Dest- Destiny Two. I mean, maybe they're getting a bunch of hate for this already. People people are not yeah. happy with the concept of just. From the design standpoint, you get the idea of being able to reuse assets and, and be able to, des- to develop more faster because you're not having to make new art. But from the fan standpoint, it looks like that was that people think the worst right out the gate because of the history of Bungie and Destiny is, was that door supposed to be opened when I, before? And then they took it out of the disc and now they're making it, they're making it DLC. You know, like that's what happened with Destiny 1. They, they, Destiny 1 got fractured up into all this DLC and, and some of the first DLC was literally supposed to be on the disc that shipped day one and they broke it up. So like people are just 
upset about this. And I can get it. And here's the, the other thing is that Bungie will treat these, uh, they will roll these out uh, like they do for full rates. So they'll be setting a live uh, specific time and clocking fire teams to see who can be the first group to uh, complete it in the world. Um, and, of course, the Year of Worlds will launch shortly after Curse of Osiris itself, which arrives December 5th on PS4, Windows, PC, and Xbox One. Uh, you again on the uh, download page on our on our website motorcitygaming.com yeah. you'll be able to watch the um the I segment. put yeah I put I uh, not just the segment I put a large chunk of the actual Bungie live stream in there so you're going to get information about um them talking about the curse of Osiris the changes and then of course the raid layers is involved in that video right. as well yeah. so okay it's a pretty lengthy video and uh, you can watch everything that you need to uh, watch on it. Yeah, and we have our Destiny channel in the Discord, so we, you know, join the Discord. It's free. Come talk to us about Destiny. What you think of the future Destiny? Are you concerned um, with what what's going on? Do you like this idea? Do you think building around Leviathan is smart? And I think it's smart in one way. And uh, spoil alerts for anybody that hasn't completed the raid. Uh, I'm not listening. Yeah. I'm not listening. My ears are plugged. You can tell everybody. But I'm not really giving it away, but the way Callus ends, you understand that there's probably something else behind this. And so I'm wondering if these uh, raid layers will ex- expand on that. We'll, we'll, can, yeah, we'll bring that story to light yeah, a little bit better. If you can build into that story more, then I'm more interested. Okay, I can stop humming with my ears plugged. Han Solo's dead. God damn it! <laughs> But speaking of that, let's get to some Star Wars I haven't Wars seen news. The Force Awakens yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> How'd you know it was in that movie? No, I'm just <laughs> All right, next topic is Star Wars Battlefront 2, and something something amazing happened a couple, a couple days ago. Something that I don't think many of us even thought was possible. Obviously, if you like video games, you know that Star Wars Battlefront 2 has been going through some hate. And I mean, setting records for hate uh, as far as being the top downvoted item on the history of Reddit and basically being boycotted by people. Well, uh, and it was based around the same problem we had is that a lot of people played the beta. They started to see how the loot crates were going to work. And by doing the math, they realized, oh, okay, it's going to take you 4,600 25 hours to unlock everything um, or you could buy it all. And so people that came in and paid money right out the gate got a huge advantage. So people were just super upset. They had made some changes, didn't, didn't please the people. Then Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader comes out and they're in the balance to unlock them is like 50, 60,000 credit, which would take you uh, like yeah. 50 hours of gameplay to unlock one character. They change that. They they go backwards, make them 15,000, okay? there We see this shifting going on. I'm like, all right, all right. Well, it didn't matter. The deluxe edition comes out early. People that bought the deluxe edition got the game several days early. So I was playing the game early. And in the deluxe edition, you get some star cards that are like very strong. Okay, some mod cards that are very strong. And... So you have an advantage day one if you decided to pay the extra money and get the early access. You also mm-hmm. had a huge advantage in damage, defense, things like that. Well, 
Then, on the 11th hour, right before the actual game launch on November 17th, EA pulls all microtransactions from the game. There, you literally, when it's still in the game because they couldn't remove it yet. You go there, you hit a button, it takes you to the to the Xbox store or the or the PlayStation store, and it's just blank. And then you back out and you go back in the game. So like they haven't even been able to remove the coding of it because what happened was the amount of backlash from this game was unheard, unlike anything we've ever seen. And guess who stepped in? Disney. Disney. <laughs> Disney said, no way are we dealing with this weeks before our movie comes out. Here comes daddy. Right now. That's right. Like, let's be honest. I let you play with my toys. Yeah. You're not being nice to them. I'm about to drop the Mickey Mouse hammer on your yeah. ass. <laughs> and let's be honest, with uh, Star Wars just weeks away, there should be nothing but positive hype going on right now. Everyone should, is, is just dying to see this movie. Star Wars should be, be you know, at a, at a peak right now, and because of EA and DICE's decisions, it attracted the attention of Disney. How this One reason why this happened is CNN decided to you know talk about it on, on the uh, television about gambling and children, children yep. oh, and then geez. dropped, and also dropped the word Disney in there too, yep. because Disney's involved in this game because it's Star Wars. Get my name out your mouth! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So long story short, yeah, the big Papa Disney's like, oh hell no! You ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna be saying gambling children in Disney. Yeah. You about to get the flavor smacked out of yeah. your face. Yo, yo. So <laughs> long story short, we had uh, Disney contact EA with concerns. Is the is the is the phrase that we've been told? Right. They said, um, fix your shit. Yeah. We will buy and destroy you. Yep. And, and for those of you, they that, didn't say that. Hypothetical. <laughs> Hypothetical. Yeah, they yeah, probably we, said. We don't it, want Disney speculation, after us. but. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, just for people that don't understand, EA has an exclusive deal with Disney to make Star Wars games. They're the only ones that can do Star Wars games mm-hmm. right now. So, um, obviously, there was a talk over the phone that was like, if you want this exclusive rights anymore, if you want to make video <laughs> games anymore, you need to yank it. And again, like an hour before like the digital downloads would have took off, mm-hmm. It was like a switch. It was just like shut down that whole part of the server and and we'll figure it out. So congratulations to everyone to all the gamers out there. This is a victory for you. This is a victory for us. This is finally pushing back into the industry and saying we do not want this type of garbage mechanic in our game. We've talked about it on GameZilla Alpha and we've talked about it on numerous shows here that microtransactions and and just nickel and diming us to get uh to even get like the full package of what we're buying and what we're playing is out of control. It started with mobile and we're seeing we see it expand every day and it's just it's uh, it's unacceptable. It's so much more acceptable in a game that costs you $0 to purchase. Exactly. It's so much more acceptable in League of Legends where they don't charge you a damn thing to play the game. It is not acceptable in a game you pay $60 for. It's just not. Yeah. And that in, league, sh- in League, you don't get any advantages. It's all skin-based 
you know, yeah. to make your character look different or something like that. You're, you'll get no advantages by purchases. And but like, if you want to unlock the characters permanently instead of the rotation, right. yeah. there there is a cost. But they don't charge you. Like, there's no base investment to start playing that game. And that's yeah. the reason that, sure, do you want to charge whatever you want to charge for each individual character? And if you look at that in the grand scheme, if you want all the characters, it's a big investment. But you're not paying for the game. If, if this Star Wars game came out and said, this is a free-to-play game, but we're going to microtransaction it, there'd be way less revolt because you're not paying anything. True. It's ridiculous. Microtransactions in $60 games is unacceptable, in my opinion. Cable, I have to ask a question because we're watching this on the Twitch stream. Is this my gameplay? <laughs> I actually could tell. I'm like, this guy's not very good. <laughs> okay. I couldn't find anything long enough, so I was like, I'll just use just No, that works. I'm actually, at least you picked a good clip where I got a couple kills. All right, anyways, um, the the so the thing here is, it's it's a it's a win for the community. It's pushback to to explain to people like, hey, we're buying your game. We're we are the gamers. We're the ones playing it, and we want it. We, this is how we want our game, and this is how we want to you know consume our games. And we're not going to take your bullshit anymore. We're not. We're not. You know, it's just not going to happen. And I think this is the this is the beginning. I think now we see trend. We already are seeing trend, and that's that's getting into that next this next topic here. But um, it's EA's already making changes because after Battlefront Two backlash, Need for Speed Payback is altering its progression system. So. <laughs> Not because anyone is uh, playing Need for Speed Playback, but it's because of what's already happened. They don't want it to happen again. So EA uh, is altering the Need for Speed Payback progression system in the wake of heavy community backlash against similar issues with Battlefront 2. The global manager of community engagement detailed the changes to Payback uh, on Reddit because (laughs) Reddit hates EA right now. Uh, and hopefully, and, and so they're, EA is trying to live on Reddit and trying to repair its image. Um, but the amount of rep and bank that have been inc- that, that have been increased from events, uh, bait crates, and competing against roaming racers. You say a bait crate? Yeah, bait crates. And as well as finishing <laughs> races outside of first place, air suspension will also appear more frequently in shipments. They're, in, they're improving on all these things. Um, that these changes are just the first phase of changes to the system. Future updates will change the way tune-up shops work, particularly with the regard to the quality of level of parts they have stock in. Let me give you, let me give you some advice, EA, and the gaming industry. Anybody that's using this loot crate, bait crate, bullshit crate, whatever you want to call it, it's garbage, okay? Like, you took... like. You took microtransactions out of Star Wars Battlefront 2. I'm enjoying the game. But when I grind to get 4,000 credits, which takes quite a while, then I go open. If you were good, it wouldn't take as long. Actually, I don't think it makes a difference, unfortunately. That's the surprising part. When I go 30 and 4, and when I go 9 and 15, I get the same amount of credit. Oh, really? Because it, it was different in, be- in uh, it, Battlefront 1. Yeah, it, could, it, vary, it might vary a tiny bit, but not much. And so... I'm looking here, I get 4,000, I open up a crate, I get, you know, the little discs come out, and it's like, duplicate, duplicate, duplicate. And I'm like, are, my, are you seriously, on top of having a shitty-ass system, you allow duplication so that I have to grind more? And then the best part is, the first rare that I pulled was a duplicate of the rare that you gave me in the, in the deluxe. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. That's poor. That's I'm poor. like, come on. So uh, Kotaku bought $100 of loot crates before they shut it off. And they did all the analytics. They opened all 100 up. Tell me how many rare cards they got. Two. Close. Six. Dead Eye wins. It was three. Three, three out of 100? Out of 100 crates. I did not read the article because I do not know how. Out of 100 <laughs> crates... Which consist of five to six cards in each crate. Holy hell. That's awful. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah. Um, 600 cards and they got three, three rare rares. cards. At yep. least in Pokemon cards, you get one rare card every pack. Yeah. And so the problem lies where, like, yes, you're, you're backtracking and the gamers have won and you're trying to fix your game. The problem is is that you gave early access to these deluxe players that bought the deluxe copy. And I'm seeing level 27 people playing this game with, like, mod cards that I didn't even know existed. So there's already the people that took advantage of it and you can't retroact that. Now I'm not saying it's 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 not the masses. For the for the most part, I'm playing and I'm competing and I'm winning and I'm losing. It's it's fine. But I do come across those people where I'm like, well, there's somebody that took advantage of this of this ability. But a hundred crates, and you got three rare cards. That'd be super disappointing. Obviously, if you invested a hundred dollars, but like you're saying, if you're the person grinding and you know the probability of you getting something cool is that low, that's, uh, I mean, that's uh, that's Overwatch level of disappointments in the loot crates. It gets worse, though, for Star Wars Battlefront. Worse than Overwatch, because when you get a card, and let's say it's for the Assault class, that card is what gives you, which is, is what levels up your Assault class. Mm-hmm. So your Assault class level 1, level 5, level 10, right? At level 5, your second slot opens. At level 10, your third slot opens for three mod cards. You own, Again, you could play 500 matches as Assault. And if you opened up 50 crates and you got no Assault cards, your Assault class would be no different than it was before you played those matches. It doesn't matter, how, it doesn't matter how much yeah. you play the class itself. Now, mind you, the more games you play, you have an overall rank level. I have no idea what it does. Because it doesn't give, as far as I'm concerned, from what I see, it doesn't do anything. It's just a number. But if your favorite thing is to play the heavy class, and you're getting all these cards that aren't heavy, and all these other classes are getting higher, and you're like, well, I'm still playing on my level 3 heavy, even though my officer level is level 15, it's almost forcing you to play a different class than you want to. That's almost like in Destiny 1, you get like an exotic drop that was like, Boots for a hunter, and I'm like, I don't even have a hunter. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That oh, one, yes. The worst. That's exactly what it's like. And so, it, so on top of duplication, you have the other issue that it still is RNG random draw of uh, you know you're getting cards for stuff that you may not even want, and it could be duplicate on top of it. So it's those are the frustrating things, and they're doing the same thing with Need for Speed, and we're seeing everybody do it. I mean, hell. Shadow of War had to backpedal and fix things. Like everybody thought this, th- thought they were going to be able to go, go down this road, and finally a bunch of us nerds stood in the middle of the road and said, "Turn around and go back because we're not going to buy your game anymore. We're done." And that's what needed to happen. We've been talking about this on the show for a long time. We need to stand up and we need to speak with our money and say no. And look, it it worked. This controversy honestly did stop me from pre-ordering the game. 
Because if we go back and listen to this show, let's say two, three months ago, before the beta came out, oh, we I, was, I was like, it was ga- in, in level of hype games for me, it was like Spider-Man number one, yep. Battlefront 2 number two. Like yep. I was like tingling with anticipation for this game. And then after you know the beta came out, I didn't have time to play it, but... You know, Cable had a lot of harsh words to say about the balance and about some things with it. And then I didn't pre-order the game yeah. because I'm like, I, I got to let this ride out. I'm yeah. not going to throw some money into it until I until I see what's actually going to happen with this game. So there is truth that this whole controversy and the decisions they've made have hurt the sales greatly. Yeah, and it's sad, too, because we have the game's fun. The game's beautiful. The guns feel great. It, it is it is Star Wars. Like, that, that part of it's there. I was running through a building at one point, point. I stopped, and I was like, hey, this is where Ray found the lightsaber in the chest. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm in another level, I, I stopped, and I'm like, oh, look, like, here's the Millennium Falcon just chilling here. Like, oh, I can run into it. You know, like, or I'm flying a, a, a TIE fighter around these giant battle cruisers, and I see an open hangar. And I'm like, huh, I wonder. And I fly through the battle cruiser, through the hangar out the other side, and I'm like, God, this is so cool. But it's at the same time so painful because of this part over here. Now, mind you, the campaign's great. The co-op, the, the local co-op's fun. The arcade mode is, 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 there's tons of missions. So there's more content here than I thought there was going to be initially. I thought it was going to be like, I'll beat the campaign. I'll hate the multiplayer and I'll move on with my life. It, I like the multiplayer. The campaign's good. And there's all this extra stuff on the side. So the game as a game is very promising. It's just, unfortunately, the, the, the leveling and the grinding aspect has to... I, I don't know how they can fix it. I don't know if they can fix it because the game's already launched. And if they can, can they fix it in time before no one cares? That's the question. Well, again, different companies, but we saw... Activision a year into Destiny 1 completely changed the leveling system. Well, not completely, but drastically changed the leveling system. No, it was an overhaul. Yeah. You, you, might, you call it an overhaul for sure. About face and, you know, in, in the opinion of, I would say, the people in this room, I wasn't playing Destiny at the time, but save Destiny. By, yes. With the changes they made. So there's nothing stopping EA from going, okay, we're three months, three months six months into Battlefront, uh, Battlefront here are the changes we're making. This is how the progression's going to work, and this is what it's going to do to benefit players, and we're coming out with this content to get people back in. Because other companies distinctly, we're talking, Bungie did it with Destiny, brought people back by reevaluating and bringing content to the game. So EA can save this. It's just a matter of will they. Yeah. So Are yeah. they going to be able to with the fans at this point, though, too? Because yeah. when they released this game back at E3, they were like, Everything you hated about Battlefront 1, we fixed it. And we were all, like, stoked. Everybody's super pumped for this game. We can't wait for it to come out. Then the beta comes out, and it's nothing like anything they promised. And we said, you need to fix this game, or else nobody's going to buy it, and it's broke as shit. And then they basically said, all right, we're going to tell them we're going to fix it, and then we're just not going to fix it because we want to make money on all this microtransactions. And then the game comes out, and now you basically have people that, like like Jay made the analogy, a bunch of us nerds stood in the road and said, what the fuck were you thinking? We told you this before in the beta that this was fucked up. You didn't fix it, and now we're not going to buy your shit. And it took Papa Disney to come in and slap their hand and say, you need to fucking listen to these people or else, you know, we're going to go somewhere else with our 
I still hope Star they, Wars. I mean, I still hope they do. The the advantage that this game has over literally every game that's probably not titled Mario yep. is it's Star Wars. It is, yeah. The intellectual property is the strongest intellectual property on the planet. Yeah, I mean, a great a great example would be the Old Republic, the MMORPG that BioWare made, and we, and I, myself along with Jade. Jumped on, played nonstop till we got to level twenty six, and then there was no end game. There was no end game. The game died. The game died within a month. It, it you thought Destiny Destiny two plummeted. You should go look at the history of the, of that MMO. It's still alive, and it's actually grown and come back to life to a point where it's healthier than maybe almost it ever was. Simply because it has the word Star Wars on it. Any other MMO would have been dead. It'd have been gone. There'd been no like the the team would have been disbanded or put on a new project because there's no way you're gonna bring it back. And yeah, rest in peace to Matrix Online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, uh, I'll give you that one, Cable. Here you go. You got some taps going for your Matrix Online, dude. I, <laughs> as soon as they announced that game, I bought it day one. And yeah. I was hooked. Yeah. Anything Matrix, I was hooked, and there was a lot of bad Matrix stuff released. All right, so my like, last... Like everything but the first movie? Right, yeah, exactly. I enjoyed the second movie. The second movie, third movie was okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Didn't see the second or third movie. Oh, yeah, the second one was good. Didn't, third, didn't see them. Third got... Third got I like that they... Or 2.5, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, it was basically just a long movie. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, all right, so I got one last piece to add into this whole EA debacle, and, and, and now we're seeing need for speed adjustments, and I think it's going to trickle. I think we're seeing a trickle effect, and I think it's going to affect beyond EA. And because of that, CG, uh, CD Project Red has come out and made some, made some statements, um, a company that a lot, a lot of people love, right? I'm, I'm a huge fan of CD Project Red. If you're not familiar, they are the Witcher developer, yep. and... Um, they have come forward to assure fans excited for Cyberpunk 2077 that its upcoming open-world RPG will be a massive experience that won't be compromised by microtransactions. So this uh, happened because in response to reports of the studio considering a games-as-a-service model for Cyberpunk 2077, the uh, official CD Projekt Red Twitter account said, Worry not, when thinking of CP 2077, Think nothing less than The Witcher 3, huge single-player, open-world, single-driven RPG. Uh, the concerns among with, with microtransactions becoming a growing concern among all gamers, the developer went on to uh, explain that the Cyberpunk 2077, there's no hidden catch, and you'll get what you pay for. The developer added, no bullshit, just honest gaming, like Wild Hunt, we leave greed to others. Shout out CG. (laughs) I love these guys. Basically, EA. (laughs) Ring the bell. The gloves are off and CD Projekt Red does not care. EA is breaking Reddit history with the most downvotes ever and CD Projekt Red decides to go, hey all you EA fans, we ain't gonna lie to you. Come on over here. (laughs) First off, CD Projekt Red already has the reputation amongst gamers as being a cool studio, a studio that puts out a great product for the fans, and a studio that's on the come up. Yeah. So it it is easy. Like like Jazzy said, like, oh yeah, you like EA? Hey, 
we actually care over here. They are. That's a, it's a great time for them to yeah. bring some attention to themselves. No, it, it absolutely is. Uh, they they go on. So CG Project Red offered an update to the game's development last month, saying that Cyberpunk 2077 is progressing as planned, but we are taking our time. According to comments uh, from Please. visual effects artist Jose Texera, um, and that is basically. They want to make the best game they can make. It's basically what he yeah, said. Yeah. This game looks super cool too. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, if it's going to take you a little bit longer to make it as good as maybe the Witcher series, yeah. do it. That's yep. what it looks like to me, like a modern day Witcher. That's yeah. what I, mean, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I know. It look and by modern day, more actually like future. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of like Akira. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of that world of just like technology and, and, and cyber enhancement of, of humanoids or andro or Batman androids. Beyond. It looks yeah, Batman Beyond. There's another good yeah, example. Um Great. I'm super Great. pumped for this game and this statement just made me even bigger fan of these of this developer and and I'm more excited for this game now. Like it was it was a win win for them to come out and just open their mouth like congrats you know sometimes like shit talking doesn't work you look like an asshole you know because this guy's struggling over there but when the guy's struggling because he uh, keeps making the wrong decision you know when the guy's struggling because uh, he's uh, embezzling his own money from his company it's different when you can step up and say we don't do that you know yeah. so remember when Sony came out and dropped the mic on Microsoft and Microsoft has spent the last three or four years trying to catch up. Yes. I mean, exactly. other studios and other publishers have the ability to now go, uh, no, thank you. We won't. We are the anti-EA. We're doing things for the gamers, and it's going to sell video games. There's no question about it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make them money by distancing themselves from the poor practices of electronic arts. My thumbnail picture on my PSN account is CD Projekt Red's little bird-like mm -hmm. picture. And I'm super happy right now that I have that because this is awesome. I like them even more, and I'm glad that I've been supporting them through the Witcher series even now. Yeah, even when they do stole some of their files for yeah. um, Cyberpunk, and they was like, leak them. They're old. We don't care. We're not going to um, go into your demands. Leak them. Yeah. Nothing ever happened. The So <laughs> basically, to give you an example of how um, much, you know, to close this out, close the news segment out is that, you, the gamer, control this industry. People have jobs and, and, and create and do these things because you exist. If there's no one playing video games, no one would make video games. So understand that your opinion matters and it's valued. And so expressing it in a responsible way is is. It's key to making sure that your the thing that you love, the thing that you're into, is uh, doesn't get shitty, doesn't doesn't turn into greed like so many other things have, you know, over the years. And a great example of this is that the day that uh, Battlefront Two launched, you watched EA's stock drop significantly. It only happened because of the gamers. It only happened because of the Star Wars fans. It only happened because people weren't happy with what EA did, and they actually spoke up and did something about it. Too many times do we sit here and say, oh, I'm sick of this or that, and then the game drops and we run out and we buy it. You know? Um, and that's... And that's Like, you can't... If you're going to sit here and yell about it, don't support, don't support it. Or if you really want the game because you're a Star Wars fan but you hate EA, support it. When all of a sudden 
10 days later, it's half price because they're turning that bad. And then you can walk in and you can get your Star Wars game. And you know EA is not making much off of you. Isn't it already going to be 40 bucks on Friday? Correct, yeah. Isn't mm-hmm. like Best Buy going to have a 4 yeah. So I'm on. I'm eyeing that because I'm like, ooh, 40 bucks. Yeah. That's, because like, that's what I want to From a Star Wars standpoint, I want it. Yeah, I love Star Wars. From an EA standpoint and a microtransaction and just a statement, you know, I don't. I di- I don't want to pay full price, and I didn't pay full price for for my copy. So you know that's that's where we're at. So congratulations to you. Continue to make sure that you speak up and stand your ground when it comes to what you want out of your industry. It's it's the most important thing. I mean, it's why it's why we do this show. It's why we're so opinionated on this show. It's also probably why a lot of people haven't contacted us to sponsor it with us because, let's be honest, we talk bad about companies and other shows don't. And that's because they're, you know, some people tread on this fence line because they are trying to, they want, if EA came with a sack of money, they want that money. If, if, if Nintendo came with a sack of money, they want that money. And we would love to, to work with groups. But we also want to stay true to ourselves and tell people what we like and what we don't like versus, you know, being like, well, I can't say that because this. We'd rather be friends with fellow gamers than friends with yeah. the gaming industry. And that's why that's why Patreon is so important. Yeah. Patreon helps pay the bills and we we make our our you know money to to keep the lights on, to keep the the equipment running from our fan base, not from EA, not from you know xbox when they were making terrible decisions so that's important to us and we we like to keep that freedom and so that we can give it back to you all right real talk over <laughs> let's get into that that's been our that's been the attack on the news for these topics and much more visit motorcitygaming.com and continue the conversation in our discord community if this is not enough if you're like man i love these guys but once a week it's just not enough never enough then you need to listen to GameZilla Alpha every Sunday for that extra dose of Zilla activity. GameZilla Alpha, where you can listen to an interview with Cornshack, where you can go get your Corn review Shack. review right now from two people that own the Xbox One X, what they really think, what they like, what they dislike, and overall thoughts of the brand new system. Oh, oh, Grim, uh, Jazzy, question. Were you guys paid by Microsoft to make that review? No. Oh, so it's, you're going to be honest? Hundred yeah. percent. As people that bought video game systems, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox didn't give me one and then tell me to uh, do a show. So, but yeah, games, games, little alpha. It is your uh, one topic per week show every Sunday. Great, uh, great time. So, but uh, I think it's time for Jazzy to tell us about everything that's going on in esports, which is a lot. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. So this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Freiburg, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon. Oh, let's break it. Damn! Well, gentlemen, welcome to the off-season of League of Legends. We are going into franchising next year in North America. And like more, like major sports, each year they have like a draft... Not going to happen here, but it might as well be because everybody seems to be a free agent. Free agency starts tomorrow Ooh. for North American, European, and everywhere else in the world. 
and there are a it's, lot of free agents. It's almost a like, lot. let's be honest, with everything that hit the news today, I thought it was today. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought, thought free so agency started today, but... <laughs> So we have a whole bunch of prospects that are up. A lot of shit hitting the Twitter, hitting Reddit, hitting uh, individual players' personal uh, social media pages as to what potentially could happen. So I'm going to throw a few of those out there. And then my question for you guys is going to be, which team are you going to support? In the 2018 NALCS franchise season, man, this is—we all know—I'm—I'm I'm still suffering the heartbreak <laughs> at the loss of the Immortals. I, 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 the wound is is still open. It might be a little soon for me. Uh, nah, screw it. I'll bandwagon jump. Let's pick something. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the smaller ones is C9 potentially could have a new top laner. Impact is a free agent, and we don't know if he's going to stay or go somewhere else. But the we know where he's going. He's going to FlyQuest. <laughs> Maybe everybody that leaves C nine goes, goes to FlyQuest, to FlyQuest right? <laughs> um, That's the path. I heard it was rumor he was going to CLG too. The, that could be a potential too, because it, because yeah. Darshan is a yeah. free agent as we, well. We we can say that SK Telecom T one <laughs> made an <laughs> offer to Impact to come back to SKT. Because they feel their top lane was the reason why they lost this past world. Yeah, Hootie! Show it up your ass! <laughs> yeah! <And> Impact <laughs> basically know. said, um, thanks for the offer, no thanks. Ooh. Yeah, turn them down. Yeah, you're not going to be able to pay me enough, and I don't want the responsibility of being on a running up team, runner-up team in this last world's. Yeah. It seems like too much work for me. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty big smack in the face. I was, uh, I was very happy to hear that decision. I didn't want to see him go back to SKT. Right. Uh, it does worry me a little bit. I do like Impact on Cloud9. I think he's a good fit there. But there is potential that Licorice, who was a player for the Challenger Cloud9 team, um, his contract got bought it out by E-United. But the stipulation was if E United goes down and doesn't make franchising, then Cloud9 gets the ability to purchase that contract back first. So there's potential that he could be coming back to Cloud9 as a top laner. Other than that, we have TSM probably in the biggest jumble of the mix, where um, they basically said, you want to know what? Double lift and Biofrost. Have a nice trip. We need a new bot lane. Um, it's, thanks, did they no call thanks. you? Did they call you, Jesse? They did not. <laughs> they did not. Um, they called the European overlords in e- in uh, G two esports and said, "Hey, um, Sven and Mithy are your bot lane. They've won five uh, splits in a row for you guys, and uh, we want them here in North America." And Europe is treating their players like absolute garbage right now. So Sven and Mithy said, well, see ya, Europe. We're going to play for TSM. Yeah, the best part was that Big G2 move. released their contracts early, trying to be nice to them to go to go talk with other teams. Right. And I think that was done in, in, a, in a concept that, that they were, they were, they were going to come back because they were get, like, we're nice to you. We're we're good to you. Like we're even gonna drop your contract date, you know, a week early so you can get started on things and realize you wanna be here. And then they were like, Cool, peace, we're going to TSM. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, there is talk that the 
Phoenix One jungler, Mike Young, the rookie that came in was super hot, did really well at Rift Rivals this past season. He might be replacing Sven Skarn in the jungle. So Sven might be looking for a new another, position. Another TSM. <laughs> An- yep. Another TSM move. So so you'd be looking at only retaining two members of the starting squad That's for TSM. Scary. It's kind of scary. That is scary. That's complete overall. I mean, it's needed. Yeah. Uh, they, they've... Had the easiest run that they possibly could have had at Worlds this past year. Didn't make it into the tournament again. And the manager at TSM is basically like, I don't care. I want to make it into Worlds and and be a world champion. I'm going to find a team that's going to do it. Any other year, I don't think you see this shakeup. But there are so many free agents because of the franchising and because just simply contracts are up that it's it's the wild, wild west when it comes to, like, no one's safe. I don't think there's there's very few members of teams that are safe. Like you know, Bjergensen is not going anywhere with TSM. He is they're going to be their mid for for the foreseeable future. You know, like but double lift and biofrost. Like when it happened, I didn't. I couldn't. No, and there's no way. Who did you replace them with? And now I I just can't wait to see where they land because you know, like double lift, twenty four years old is technically considered getting old in this in this league but he's not done and and so you know and when you look at other aged ADCs like Wild Turtle if you had to choose between Wild Turtle or Double Lift who would you take Double Lift he still has value at that point right. and Biofrost is going somewhere and going to be a very good support so it's so not only is TSM shaking things up but now you're giving other teams power and then it's, does it come around and bite you in the ass? Does it come around and all of a sudden? I think I think because of this, the overall league is getting stronger, and we're going to see a lot of familiar faces just wearing a different jersey, facing a golf off against their old teams. It's going to make for a lot of fun rivalry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so some of the biggest moves, obviously. Your boy's immortal. Did not make <laughs> yeah. franchising, unfortunately. Um, so where do those players go? A ton of them. They go all over the place, right? They're, they're free agents. They're all yeah, going to end up they, in different they, teams. They can all be on different teams. Unless yeah. you're Team Liquid and you just want four of them. I mean, let's be honest. Team Liquid didn't have a team. Right. Like, they didn't have a real team, so they were like, screw it. Let's just buy that team over yeah. there. Yeah. We'll just re- re-skin. Let's Let, reskin that team over there. Listen, the immortals run deep. And why would they break the band up? They they kick ass. And they so, did, they pulled they yeah. pulled pretty much all of the talent out of this team. Yeah. And we know who your favorite is in the talent of Immortals. Well, all right, Team Liquid, your biggest acquisition ever. Welcome to Team Liquid Flame. Uh no. He's what? still he's still a free agent. Yeah, he's still a free agent. Yeah. I said talent. <laughs> what? No. Okay. So <laughs> So, okay, so Flame is so big that they probably couldn't afford him at lowly Team Liquid. Where do you think Flame's going to land? Probably on the free agent pool. He probably is going to split <laughs> time sub. with somebody. Yeah, he's going to split time with somebody. The goat has to sub? Yeah. The goat. Damn. So, Flame's still in free agency. Poe Belter. Their mid laner, Ix Smithy, their jungler, Cody Sun, their ADC, and then a challenger uh, jungler as well, all go to Team Liquid. Bye bye, 
stupid stupid glue. What the hell was their mid lane? Golden, golden glue. Golden glue. <laughs> oh man, that was my dude. Bye bye. <laughs> but, that know. means bye bye piglet too, right? Piglet was the ADC. Yeah, so, bye bye. Oh, that yeah. that's actually kind of big, right? Yeah, that was like their, that was the only talent on that yeah, entire team. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, team no. Liquid's making some moves too. Um, team, I think um, Team Immortals Junior. Team Immortals Junior, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I think one of the big things is also on TSM with the um, leaving a Parth, their coach. The TSM has signed Immortals coach S songs. Oh. To be coached there. They just like the fact that they took a team that was like the worst team in the spring split and then took them into Worlds, into the finals. <laughs> I mean, worst team in the spring split's a little harsh. Uh, they were like second worst. And then exactly. during the summer split, <laughs> during the second summer worst. split, they made it to the finals to lose to TSM, got their ticket to Worlds, and Performed very well in yeah. Worlds and beat in, teams in a, that they weren't expected to beat. In a difficult so, uh, bracket there. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of all that's going on uh, with the shakeups that we know so far. Like I said, free agency starts tomorrow. None of this is locked in stone. This right. is just like more than likely going to happen. But tomorrow it's going to explode. It's going to explode. Yeah, so exci- I'll try I'm to excited. keep you all up to date on that through every feed Le- I can. League of Legends Discord, yep. uh, our Instagram, our Twitter feed. It's going to be going off. Yeah. So with those potential teams in mind, who are you guys selecting as your team that you want to root for in the 2018 franchised NALCS. You guys figure this out. I'll be right back. Okay. So I initially, a couple weeks ago, when they were going over franchising stuff, and we found out that WWE was one of the companies that paid in for Cloud9 had me hyped up. Now, at the time, I thought they were like the majority company that bought in they're not. They're just no. a, they're just a small portion. Because like in my mind, I was like, dude, uh, Cloud Nine jersey with a WWE patch on it, like like that involvement. Like I was really excited about that. Now that I know that's not necessarily the case, I'm no longer a Cloud Nine bandwagon. Oh, I, I now I'm interested, but I, I can't buy in to Cloud Nine. Uh, I, I'll admit I got some interest in, in Echo Fox. I, I see some interest in, in what in what that team and what that organization is doing. I, I yeah. like I like the branding, and branding is very very um, good. I own a hat. I love it. And and we know that they they have a strong fight scene too, which is cool for me to track with because I'm more of a fighting guy than a MOBA guy. Uh, but we all know that. I can't sell out Immortals even if they're wearing the horse. <laughs> Give me Team Liquid. I'm going with with my brother from another mother. We know that Sci-Fi AJ runs deep with Team Liquid. In the chat. So, so of course, if I'm going to bandwagon jump, I'm going to do it with my boy. So now I'm going Team Liquid with Sci-Fi AJ. All right. Cable 2KX. What are we thinking about? Keep in mind, two teams really don't have names set in stone yet from the franchising. Uh, we do have the owner of the Golden State Warriors has created their team name in the <laughs> Golden Guardians. Um, also, if they would like know. to pay us a ton of money, uh, we could talk about the GameZilla team. But they have to pay us a ridiculous yeah, amount of money. Yeah, ridiculous amount. You already know who I follow and love and... 
I watch them almost every night. So that's what I was saying. I'm going with my boys. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 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 Woo! Woo! That's right. I mean, but, chill, you want. Liquid's going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But due to the, I do like the way to go to say Warriors run, the, how they run their organization, mm-hmm. I am a little fan of them. I want to see how they, what they you do. You want to see so how well they're following Golden State as my second team. But All right. The Golden Guardians as team number two. I will you're pick. cloud nine to the day you die. I'm cloud nine to the day I die. All right. And then Grimlock um, runs back into the studio wearing this hot, Garbage of a jersey. Nah, I there's no animals on it. It's terrible. I say that because <laughs> I want one. I know. <laughs> but if I had to pick a team to get excited for 2018, um, it's probably going to have to be hmm, probably the Cavaliers. The Cavs team? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the Hundred Thieves? Oh, they actually have a name now? Yeah. Oh, did they lock that in? I heard I heard that they wasn't talking. Hundred Thieves? Hundred Thieves? This is officially on the League of Legends eSports website. Oh, really? Yep. And what about the, th- the other team? Did they get officially named yet as well? Uh, no. no. Not that I know of. In that case. So that was, that's hot off the press, yeah. Hundred Thieves. Hundred Thieves. You heard it here first. Yeah. You heard it here first at the Games of the Podcast, so 100 Thieves. With, so now that we know that, I'm 100% on board with C9. <laughs> <laughs> because I always was. Yeah. Come on, get out of here. And my number two team... That uh, you know, because Cable got to pick two. Everyone knows what's going to be. It's Counter Logic Gaming CLG. Yep. DX Racer upstairs. CLG Love. I am uh, big fan. Big fan of both organizations. So. All right. Well, no surprise here. Uh, been a fan of them from day one. So you guys give me a bunch of shit. But you're getting more shit. TSM till the day I die. Because they're not even. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know so, who this team is anymore. Well, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm a little nervous. I really loved Double Lift and Biofrost as a bot lane. I th- I thought personally Sven Skarin probably would have been my person if I had to pick one. Like, hey, you can go. And I really like Mike Young. So if that goes through, I'm super excited for that. But uh, I'm a little nervous. We'll see. Hold on. Before you move on, what do you think of the new FlyQuest logo? Weak. Oh. Weak. Ooh. That is ugly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not digging what it at all. What is that? No. Yeah, I'll post this FlyQuest in the um Man, oh! the page build. It, it looks like the logo for a gas station. It does. It does. It's Quaker State for me. It looks like the Quaker State with an F and a Q. It looks awful. I'll post. I'll post it on the FlyQuest. Contact us, man. We can do some graphics for you. Come on, we man. can do better than that. Doesn't have a horse. Doesn't have a fox. Lie, go I don't show, like it. I'm not gonna lie. Go show the hundred thieves again. That wasn't very good either. That that's not anything. What is oh, that? I do have the other one team. They have the other team. Um, Clutch Gaming. Clutch Gaming. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. Their logo actually, I like. I like their logo. Eh, Sorry. Right. Bite off a. Uh, I know it's nothing. It's it's, pa- it's Pac-Man as Captain America's shield. But I mean, at the same time, like it's better. <laughs> it's <laughs> better than Black Quest. It's better than the hundred thieves. Out of all the new ones, I I do say Golden State has the best looking one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all right. All right, well, uh, so that's our our team picks. Um, only other major thing going yeah, okay, on. Okay, well, bring that horse up. Optic game. Bring the horse bring, up. Bring, get the horse bring out. Bring the horse up. That's a steed. That's a stud. 
It's a stallion. Clydesdale. Clydesdale brings a beer. That's the best kind of horse. There is no horse better than a Clydesdale horse because they bring the beer. <laughs> right. Prove they, me wrong. Name a better horse. Because they bring unicorns the are extinct. Mr. Ed. I know. I knew you were going to say Mr. Ed. Shout out to him being able to speak. But <laughs> unless he beers me, he's not winning out. Grim, you got a horse you'd like to try and say is better than the Clydesdale horse? The beer All bringing of horse? the My Little Ponies. Hmm. All the horses from Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure on the PS2. Don't bring the beer that just brings sadness. <laughs> Class deals, bring the drinks. Suds up. St. Louis represent. <laughs> so on December 7th through December 10th, you can watch the League of Legends All-Star Weekend. That's oh right. Each region has selected five players, one of each position to send to All-Star Weekend. They are going to be playing in the NALCS studio in West Los Angeles. And do you guys want to take a guess as to who your NALCS players are? Flame. Definitely not the top laner, no. Sneaky. Our top laner is going to be Hauntzer. Hauntzer from TSM is your top laner. And then um, our mid laner is going to be uh, Bjergensen. Yep. Our jungler will be Smitty. Nope. Damn. Okay. Our bot lane, ADC, will be Sneaky. It is. Cloud9 Sneaky. Okay. And our support will be... The only support that's ever been to an all-star game as a support for NALCS. Because he's just that damn good. Smoothie. Oh. Uh, Afro move. Afro move yep. from Counter Logic. So four, Gaming, four out yes. of five. Four out of five. Four out of five. Uh, who's, our, who's our jungler? Our jungler is the rookie of the split, mm. Phoenix Ones, okay. Mike Young. That's fair. Ooh, young Mike Young. Yep. And I will put up younger the, Mike Young, as yeah. we would say. Yeah. And I will put up the um, the other ones from the different regions. We don't have to go through all of them. <laughs> what about Hung Mike Young? But, oh, <laughs> Mike Hung. <laughs> we know what you're working with. Wait, what team is he on? Flight Quest. He is He's a currently agent. a free agent. Currently a free, free agent. agent. Mike Hung, get yourself to Team Liquid, because I would, I'd be all about supporting you. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle your ass over to Team Liquid, so, Mike Hung. So that's the 7th through the 10th. <laughs> Tune in and watch the All-Star event. It's super fun. They split the teams into fire and ice, and they have a big rivalry as to which team's better, fire or ice. And they they play all different crazy game modes to one v one tournaments to like everybody has to play an ADC everybody has to play a mid laner and it's just a lot of fun little mini games and stuff like that and you yeah. earn points and then at the end of it you have a winner either fire or ice yeah it's basically like the uh, skills comp for the NHL like that that day where it's all fun yep. without the bullshit game the day after it's just the fun yep so there you go. And then there'll be a tournament, of course, of your representatives from each region that have selected their all-stars, and those all-star teams will perform in a little mini-tournament to see which region has the best overall team. Cool. That'll be fun. And that's all I have this week for eSports. All right, well, let's have a quick muster bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? 
This week's games coming out is a little light, but I uh, wanted to go through it because there are a couple in here that Jazzy Fiddle just absolutely needs. First up, of course, Monster of the Deep, Final Fantasy 15, November 21st. Buy it! VR for the PS4, download only, going to run you about 30 bucks. And if you want to go fishing with Noctis, that's how you do it. I'm buying it. And then I'm putting it in a trash can, and I'm lighting it on fire, because it's cold here in the state of Michigan, and I need to keep warm. Next game, World of Final Fantasy PC Edition. So that's right, this game is already out uh, on the PS4. It's coming out on PC via Steam, November 21st. Uh, this game just got a sequel announced <gasps> for the Android and iOS, not an actual game. <laughs> oh, oh, the best platform. So you can the that there's some microtransactions in that bitch. But anyways, the actual game is Made coming out EA. on PC if you did not, if you weren't able to play it on the PS4. Fun little game. Uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack Nintendo Switch version coming out November 21st, and that will be a uh, direct download as well. If you like Mega Man, it's uh, right up the right up the alley. Can I say? It's a bust because I watched the trailer and it looks too chaotic and I can't play it. It's very I'd have chaotic. a seizure. Yeah. Very chaotic. <laughs> yep. it, it, it's crazy. Yep. Tiny Metal coming out November 21st, downloadable on PS4 or Nintendo Switch, and this is going to be a military-themed turn-based tactics game. Is this the one that looks like uh, Advance Wars? Similar, yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. So that's coming out. Uh, pretty cool. We got Apollo Justice Ace Attorney for the 3DS coming out November 21st, uh, downloadable on the Nintendo 3DS eShop. If you are a fan of the Ace Attorney series, this is the next chapter for you. Um, and then, lastly, actually not lastly, you're going to be surprised by this one. Planet of the Apes Last Frontier coming yeah. out November 21st. Download only on the PS4. No this is, disc. Do you remember this game when it, yeah. it first kind of got brought up, how it was going to be this big game? Yeah. Now it's a download only for the PS4. That's that's terrifying. Good, good sign. Oh, do we have content. a do we have a uh, do we have a price? Do we have a dollar dollar sign tied tied to that one? Nope. I'm hoping <laughs> if this fifteen bucks, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, yeah, fifteen bucks. I love Planet the new Planet of the Apes can series I, enough. I'd throw fifteen. In can I can I read this little blurb of it though? Planet of the Apes okay. Last Frontier is an interactive adventure narrative set in the world of the Planet of the Apes. All those words sound good. It they even, don't say game anywhere. That's what I'm saying. They don't even call it a game, man. It's literally going to be like a... It's inter- a telltale game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Telltale. It's not a game. They're going to sell four it's, copies of this, and then like four months down the road, four they're going to be like... There's not even going to be copies. Right, four downloads, and then they're going to be like, PlayStation, please help us out, and they'll be like, free game free. of the month. Oh, yeah. Month. yeah. That's <laughs> absolutely going to be the case, yeah. and I'm going to be hype when it's free. <laughs> All right, and then lastly, uh, Nintendo hitting the uh, smartphones once again, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, coming out Wednesday, November 22nd on the iOS and Android. Uh, if you are a Animal Crossing fan, this is the next installment. It's going to be free, but there's going to be, I'm sure, some options where you can sprinkle some money on it. Okay, here's what I have to say. In, compar- in all These games, in comparison to Monsters of the Deep Fishing VR for Final Fantasy. All of them are musts in comparison to that game. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. Period. Okay, question question for Jazzy. Which game is more likely to cause me to have a seizure? Monsters of the Deep or Azura Strike a Gumball? Oh man. That's that's close. 
probably Azura just because of the actual like flashy like crazy yeah. chaoticness of it. The the fishing VR is more than likely going to make you puke in more ways than yeah, one. Cataracts or something. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me glaucoma. <laughs> yeah, something like that. My but, eye pressure is all jacked yeah. up now. I think, I think... Wait, let me take this back because that game might actually force you to want to give yourself a seizure. Yeah. yeah, or a lobotomy. Or something like that. Ethan, how'd you get... It looks awful. How'd you get your own thumb that lodged into your eye? Well, I played PlayStation VR Monsters of the Deep and <laughs> decided seeing isn't worth it anymore. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have one anymore. Some <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool games I want to try out for the VR. Man, here's the thing. Did it's you guys see some of the... It's $100 off. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm just going to say, the bundles coming up are like 100 bucks off. You get Gran Turismo, the VR, and the camera for $299, and I'm like... Don't do it. Don't do it. And then they're like, he's going to do it. Then they're like, there's a Doom bundle coming. And I'm like, ah, Doom bundle? You're, whoa, whoa. Your heart cannot handle playing Doom VR. That's you true. Die. That's true. It's you, very you, you would absolutely. It, I want to play that GoldenEye game. What is that called? GoldenEye game? It was some kind of James Bondish kind of game. Oh, London Heist? Is that what it's called? Well, there's like the, the new version that's like a branch off of that that we uh, saw at E3, yeah. right? Yeah, no, yeah. I wanted to play that. I still want to play. What was it? Farpoint? Far? Farpoint? Yeah. Farpoint? Yeah. That actually got really good reviews. So that was good. I still want to play that. There's things I want to play. It's just like, is it three hundred dollars device? That's the thing. Do it's you like, want hours of nausea yeah, after ten minutes of playing? You look at this thing and you're like, yeah, it's cool. Or I could just turn on my Xbox or PlayStation and just play games. Like that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like VR is. It's not at the level of the Wii. But when the Wii first came out, everyone was bowling. Everybody was playing tennis and hitting each other in the face and breaking TVs. And then eventually it got to the point where people were like, can I just play this game with a regular controller, please? And that's kind of like the hassle of VR is holding it back. When they can simplify the VR experience, it, it'll be more mainstream. Here's what you do. Sell four to five of your 72 3DSs. Whoa, man. I'm sure you've got dupes in there somewhere. Listen, and then you could just get a VR for Listen, free. all I have to do is tape all my 3DSs together, put them on my head, same experience that you're having with the <laughs> <That> VR. <is> true. <laughs> yeah. Only if true. the 3D's on, okay? <laughs> you, I'll give it right, to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Does that actually count as laser eye surgery? <laughs> In like a third world country, like, we will fix your vision, just turn these up. Cloak just put this giant square box of 3DS's on. He somehow, like, he somehow like hot-wired a 3DS to plug into a, like, his Virtual Boy. <laughs> yeah. And it just plays the 3DS games through the Virtual Boy. I have a PlayStation VR. The the it's called the Virtual Boy. <laughs> Except I have better games on it. Wario Land. <laughs> I, uh, and golf. <laughs> and Tetris. No, Tetris is garbage. <laughs> Tetris is complete garbage. Where are we going with this? <laughs> Muster Bus, there's your games this week. <laughs> the, the, the Virtual Boy. It's a must. <laughs> it's a must. Hot take. Hot take yeah. from 1997. If you want real eye cancer, go find yourself one. They're only $200 now. Why not? All right. Um... <laughs> That's been Muster Bust. Uh, you can always hop in the Discord and find out what, other games that are coming up, what we're picking up, what we're excited for, and what maybe we're steering clear of in the Discord. MotorCityGaming.com, right on the homepage. Click that button, Discord. <sighs> Remember that you can influence this podcast by joining Patreon. 
man, do we give you reasons to want to join Patreon, like everything that just happened. So that's patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast. Because if you're a patron, you get to see this early. I, I, I mean, may, they may, can see it live. They can hear it early. But maybe that's a perk. Maybe. Hearing us early maybe is a perk. It might be. It might be not a perk. That might be a negative. Anyways, I promise you, you free get, game. You get maybe. You get more entertainment out of this free podcast than you will from your PlayStation Now subscription. <laughs> so cancel it. I was going to read butter, then I thought like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> right. You know I'm right. Obviously right. Here's Cable in his mind. He's like, all right. When Deadite says the next thing, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming in hot. No, I'm like, coming in hot. And then he says that, and he's like, fuck, I can't come. You in can't. Cable's like, no one talks bad about PlayStation. Oh wait, no. Unless it's, unless it's <laughs> yeah, PlayStation yeah, now, yeah. then you're on point. Right <laughs> now he's daydreaming about Naughty Gods over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dude. all right. Well, <laughs> when have I stopped? <laughs> So yeah, um, Patreon, Fight Club, game, free games of the month, early access to podcasts, and uh, more more perks coming every day. So just keep keep checking. It's a good time to join because uh, December's right around the corner. So you want to jump in and get those uh, those perks at the start of December. Yep. Wait, wait, real quick thing that I don't think we t- was touching on the show last week when I was here. Did you guys hear that GameStop's already pulling the plug on that rental? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you guys hit on oh, that yeah. last no, week? I, I think... listened to the show for, while I was out of town. No, we didn't because it dropped uh, right after the show, I believe. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. man, we think this through. We can't do it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of GameStop employees actually came out and said that they believe it's because they don't have the infrastructure to support <laughs> 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 it. I can't even finish this. They don't have the infrastructure yeah. to support it, yet they were testing it in their test markets already. They were yeah. actually doing it in their market. Yeah. And still, to the, at this point, we're like, "Oh yeah, we can't support this." <laughs> I there was there was I don't know how how true this is because it was like through the grapevine, but somebody had posted a a tweet from a GameStop employee to like one of the, like the bigger stores, and they said, "If this comes out today." We have 13 games that we can offer the people that come through the door. I'm like, that can't be right. 13 games. I'm like, no, 13 games. I uh, so I went to um, I went to GameStop and I bought a game. This was before the announcement, I, and I was I've been excited about this service. So I I bought something, and then I looked at the employee and I go, Hey, um, when can I come back in and pre and, and sign up for the uh, the season pass? This no the yeah the rental service, and he's like, Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah. I asked my manager, and uh, he didn't know either. And I'm like, oh, I asked my manager, and uh, <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't even know that we sell video games here. I'm like, great, that's fantastic. You guys are really on top of this shit. So I just walk out. I'm like, unbelievable, unbelievable. And then literally, two would days, you like to pre-order God of War? <laughs> and then two we days don't know later, they're like, out. ain't happening. No way. <laughs> Done. And I'm like, wow. Though we spent a whole episode of Gamesville Alpha actually giving credit to GameStop yep. about doing something smart, and it's already gone before it began. So yeah, um, side side and piece yeah. of news there that I forgot about. All of the fans that work at GameStops that listen to the Alpha Show were like, 
oh shit, these guys are on to something. They <laughs> like us for something? We can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Corporate listen to us are like, well, we enjoy people hating us. We still get money, so why not? Well, at least we're not EA, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Screw <laughs> those guys! That's what they should have done. Look at all the heat they're taking. We can <laughs> do whatever we want. <laughs> we can make huge promises and cancel it immediately. <laughs> dear dear GameStop, you can go ahead and use this one free on Jay-Z Fiddle of the GameZilla podcast. Um, you should put out another plug on all of your social media that says, sorry, we can't do the season pass for game rentals anymore, but at least we're not EA. That's yeah. your there that's you your plug right that's, there. That's your that's your that's how you back that's how you back out the door. That's how you get out of the out of the conference room with everybody. You're just like, we're not EA, and then you just bolt. Yep. Well, hey, look that way, and just run off. <laughs> Is that EA gone? Hey, look, EA's literally robbing you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. So. I just had to bring that up. I'm sorry I got our, our wrapping up the show off track yeah. a little bit. But back back to it. Um, if you're watching Twitch right now, there's going to be a fourth banner that's going to be dropping real soon because Noobs and Dragons has launched officially. If you are a fan of Analog Tabletop, if you're a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, if you're looking for a interesting adventure that you want to jump in and listen to, then every Wednesday... You want to tune into Noobs and Dragons. This is going to be an adventure that is told by our fans, Craig W, or our fans, our DM, Craig WK, and then uh, myself, Jazzy Fiddle, and Shops are the adventurers right now going on a, uh, a an epic an epic tale so far. So every Wednesday, first episode's already live. Uh, it is a brand new podcast, so we're asking anybody that enjoys this show, uh, please search it out, take a listen. And if you really do enjoy it, like we've been hearing, give it a five star, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave a comment. It helps us so much with uh, these new shows to get them off the ground running smooth right out the gate. So And tell your friends and Please. their friends yeah, and their friends and then their friends' dog's babysitter. Yep. Dog sitter. Actually. Maybe they're cats, but their no, cats, cats are kind of shitty. Nope, we so. don't want any cats here. <laughs> we have too many cats as it is. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, Noobs and Dragons every Wednesday, followed by the Legend of Retro podcast. If you like, <laughs> if you like retro video games, okay. Let me just before we before we finish that plug, yeah. Wednesday. What's Thursday? <laughs> All right. How about Thanksgiving? This? How about this Thursday's I, Thanksgiving? I, I got it. Threw him, I threw him off because the Turkey Time let, Podcast. Let's, let's be honest. He reads the doc from top to bottom. He doesn't. He has. He doesn't yeah. have the ability to skip. So how about we start with our sponsor? I don't read the doc because I'm a lazy piece of crap. So <laughs> I just pitch it to him and he takes. I it. just that's I, how I, I go. It, I pitch it to Jazzy and it's a softball to his face. He's bleeding all over the microphone now. DetroitBeardCollective.com. <laughs> Holidays are upon us. Purchase your bearded loved one a beard crate. They will love you forever, and their beard will be forever better. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the checkout code MCGAMING to save those dollars. Retro video gaming. If you like it, The Legend of Retro is for you. It airs every Thursday, the day after <laughs> Noobs and Dragons airs. I fucking hate you. So Craig much adventure. UK is the DM on Noobs and Dragons. Crab dub, Craig WK is also the host on the Legend of Retro. If you like Craig, you can listen to him two days in a row. I do like Craig. Craig is money. Craig is the most enthusiastic person I know. 
If you listen to either of those shows, he is so excited about everything, yeah. and it's sincere. He is sincerely excited to talk about retro video games, and he is sincerely excited to take you guys on an adventure. So you you gotta you gotta enjoy some Legend of Retro fun with Xander Craig Absolutely. and Chips. All right, and then uh, just a rem- uh, reminder that we are having we have a collaboration with Sheriff of Patty, and we're giving away a Logitech G703 wireless gaming mouse this month. So you can sign up on our social media. You can sign up if you're watching us. I see that weird little thing on the side there. I fixed it better. You can. Added it for. Happy Metroid Monday, everybody. <laughs> By the way, uh, scroll right down. You're going to see a picture of that mouse. Click on it, and you can enter right from Twitch. TV slash games little podcast, or like I said, any of our social media pages, or anywhere that Sheriff of Patty is also located. So, um, you have a few weeks left for that. And then the only other thing I wanted to remind people is streaming. Okay, like yes, we we have this show every Monday. We love all the people that come hang out and watch it, interact with us. But we also stream video games on this same channel. Saturday mornings are retro games with. The Glitch, a fan of the show and a, and a close friend of ours, puts on a glitch in every Saturday morning, shows you how to glitch something, and then moves on to either um, completing a game, speedrunning a game, all sorts of different things uh, from Contra to Legend of Zelda, all, all sorts of different retro options. So um, I have returned to streaming, and you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter um, to uh, keep up on when I'm live, but I've been playing a lot of Fortnite, Star Wars, and uh, Forza 7, and Super Lucky's Tale. A lot of stuff's coming from the Xbox One X right now because people have questions, so I stream on it and then um, you know answer the questions that come through the chat. Cable is bringing you Call of Duty, uh, World War II, Assassin's Creed Origins, and... Boo, Call of Duty. Call of Cable, boo. <laughs> Call and, of uh, Duty is really good. <laughs> and other streams as well. And uh, if you're... Let's be honest. If you're in the Discord, it's the best place because every time GameZilla goes live, we have a stream channel, and it alerts everybody that we went live. So that's the best place to find out when, when our channel is going live. But you can also follow him on the social media outlets. Uh, GameZilla Podcast is home of several other streamers like Testonomics and Loco. Uh, so please, if you ever see anyone streaming for GameZilla, make sure to show them some love on their personal Twitch channels as well. So we appreciate everyone that comes to the GameZilla channel and, uh, and, and puts on a good show for us. But we also want to make sure we support our community. And if they are streaming on their own independent channels, we want to make sure that people are getting... Uh, that that information. So there you have it. Streaming is healthier than ever on Gamezilla. So come hang out with us every time we go live. Twitch.tv slash Gamezilla podcast. I can't stream. Yeah, you got problems. We got we got to figure I that do. out. I do. I have 17,000 viruses because you forced me to watch Pornhub on my computer, which was my streaming right Listen, Man, it, it was about Konami. Like, how could I not show you that? Man, it's hard to stream when you're spending all that time in the hotel suite. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna say it. Beating those, beating those cheeks. <laughs> oh, we are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news, and until next time, game, game on. on. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say it. I don't remember laugh more during a show. <laughs> <laughs>